just river kids Picking up stones like David did Watching them long necks break off a freight train bridge We went to church in a Detroit car Our daddies drank draft at the local bar With an aching back just like old granddad did And we like cold cake beer Fixing up trucks Old bird dogs and the woman we love Maxwell has steaming out of a coffee cup We say our prayers send them to the sky Bust our banks barely getting by Carolina to California up to Illinois Yeah, there's guys like us Blue-collar boys Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Marcus Show. Bro, I am your host as I am every single time Marcus himself and as always I am brought to you with my partner in crime, my number two, the Eric Metcalf to my Vinny Testaverde, Ryan. Ryan, buddy, how's it going? Good, Mark. I, I, I missed this old Cleveland analogy that you've mm-hmm. been you missed out on the last one. So I, have. I appreciate that early Brown or 90s Browns. Uh, right there. Too. I think it's Bill Belichick Browns, isn't it? Yes, that is with Vinny mm-hmm. Testaverde. Yep. Getting rid of uh, old buddy. What's his name? Coat Bernie Kozar. Yeah, not a sore subject, is it? <laughs> I wasn't alive when it happened, but for, there are people who lived through it where it's probably they're still sore over it. Yeah. Um. But anyway, Ryan, we got a lot to talk about. We got some baseball we got to hit on. We got some football mm-hmm. we got to hit on. And uh, really, the biggest of the baseball news is we did hit uh, the Midsummer Classic. Hit the. I always feel like, um, I don't even really feel like it's a break for the players. Yeah. Re- realistically, it's like two to three days they get off, and that's about it. Uh. The baseball season is a grind. Unlike, it is. I, I don't I think don't, people realize like how tough that is on your body playing every single day. Yeah. And you get like bumps, bruises, you know, from sliding mm-hmm. and, you know, baseball's not like this light, con- you know, there's a plenty of contact to go around, but it's not like football or basketball sort of thing. Yeah. Which I think like, I, I was going to say it's, I don't know if it's more or less of a grind than the NFL, um, because even though the NFL is 16 games, it's a it's right. a collision sport. Yes. Um, so you're physically getting beaten up like I think at a little bit of a higher rate. Uh but that's not to take away from the fact that yes, when you're playing 162, 162 games in a year, um, that would wear the body down a good little bit. And so only getting three days off is is crazy, but uh, for sports fans, I guess I shouldn't complain too much. We didn't have to go that long. We, it's like that one Wednesday where there's no real professional sports on. And I hate it. Yes, it, it's, a, it's a really weird day. So, um, Ryan, I think uh, we'll start with the home – or not the home run derby. We'll start with the All-Star game, and then we'll go backwards. So, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't realize – I think I subconsciously realized this, that going in, the AL has won the last eight uh, yeah. going into the game, which is insane. And I think that the other crazy part was – before this last all-star game, I think the NL had only led for like two innings Which of those eight games. Yes. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane. It, figuring that if we look back at like the world series champions, I believe, uh, well, the Dodgers are NL, mm-hmm. um, the Braves, NL, NL, uh, the nationals, NL, 
Um, Red Sox. Going, Red Sox AL. Astros. Uh, Astros AL. Uh, they're, we'll, we'll say they're. Asterix. We'll put, yes, we'll, we'll Asterix. Yes. Um, uh, who did the Astros beat that year? Dodgers. The Dodgers. Within that streak, the, the Cubs. Yeah. NL. Um, so it's crazy that the uh, that throughout that time we've had World Series winners coming from the NL, but the All Star Game has typically gone AL the past couple right. of years. I feel like the, a- the AL may have more star power. In my yes. Opinion. Yeah. Um, especially when your your lead off for the AL Shohei. was Shohei, and then right after that is Aaron Judge. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty impressive. I forget who went after them. It wasn't Glaber Torres, was it? No, it was it wasn't another Yankee. Dev, Devers. Rafael it was Devers. Devers. Yes, I believe yes. And then Stanton was fourth, wasn't he? I think Stanton was hitting in the cleanup spot. He might have been. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. I'm gonna look that up. I think yeah. While you're looking that up, but he was MVP too. So he was, and we'll, and we'll get to we'll get to all of that as well uh, as we kind of go through. Now, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I had it on. I have two TVs, not to brag, that are right next to each other. So uh, I had it on the smaller TV. I was playing NCAA on the bigger TV. Mm-hmm. And um, as I'm watching – Vlad uh, clean up, by the way. Vlad, yes. Okay. Which makes sense, which makes a lot of sense. Stan hit fifth. Okay. And then after him was uh, Old Buck from the Twins, Buxton. Yeah. Um, also in deep, yeah. Yeah. So the uh, NL – in the bottom of the first, well, sh- the, the big story was that the starter for the NL was uh, was Kershaw. Kershaw making his first start, which it that's mind blowing to me. Uh, that no, Kershaw that made his 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 first start in an All Star game. I didn't realize that until you just said that. So. Yes, made his first start in an All Star game when he's been probably the most dominant pitcher. Yeah. For the past five to seven years, is that fair mm-hmm. to say? Maybe a decade. Yeah. No, you're absolutely um, right. Uh. And it was in Los Angeles too, not a big time hitters, uh, like a, a hitters ballpark. I say, I say it's pretty even. I wouldn't say like because I, I know they said that left field, like right handers can uh, left field's an advantage for right handers. Mm-hmm. Hence, you saw all the home runs were hit by right handers to left field. Yeah, uh, I think center field is really really long, um, mm-hmm. and hitting it into the upper decks is really tough. Yes, uh, I believe it's like the third oldest ballpark behind Fenway and Wrigley. Really? Yeah. That I did not know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Fenway, Fenway and Wrigley are both like over 100 years old. And yeah. uh, Dodger Stadium, with the exception of the – they played in the L.A. Coliseum when they first moved out there, but that's mm-hmm. the only other actual, like, park they played in. So have you, have you been to one of those historical parks? I think we've gone over this before. Have you been to – I think you said you've been to one of them. Let's see. What ballparks have I gone to? I've been to Cleveland, Cincinnati. St. Louis, Chicago. So yeah, Chicago. White Sox. White oh, Sox. the White Sox. Not the Cubs. Now, what's the White um, Sox stadium name? Well, I think it's it's guaranteed right field now. Okay. When I went, it was U.S. Cellular, but now you know. Yeah. Yeah. Money talks. Yep. Yep. Uh, and so, uh, Kershaw, the the first pitch, and the other big story was Otani has never gotten a hit off of Kershaw. Um, yeah. And then first pitch, Otani gets back up the middle. Get, gets him up the middle, 
and then he picks off Otani. Which you never see in an All-Star game. Someone no. getting picked off like that. Yeah, like, wow. it, was, it was crazy. And I thought it was funny. The next time Otani got on base, uh, they went to go pick him off again. Uh, just to see if, and, and he was yeah. like, no, I'm not, I'm not going no, anywhere. I'm not going for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the NL got out of that, uh, got out of that half inning, the, the top unscathed. And then the bottom, uh, the NL went kind of small ball and they were able to score two, two quick runs. Yep. Um, and then stayed up, I think until the fourth. Yeah. That's when, um, Stan hit, hit a two run home. Was it solo shot or no? No, who it was your boy was on base. Yeah, so two, yep, Jose. He yes. started the rally. Two on yes. over for Stanton. And then Byron Buxton hit a bomb too. So I wanted to say this before we go any further. That ball that Stanton hit might have been the hardest hit baseball I've ever seen in my life. Have you seen the picture of the ball on the bat? Yeah, it looks ball like a tennis ball. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like a tennis ball that you hit with a racket and it flattens out. I like I want again. I had it on. I'm a kind of a freak. Now this is kind of behind the scenes of like me at my house. Mm-hmm. I deal with a lot of noise throughout the day with like football and teaching and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So when I'm like in my basement by myself, I'll, I'll usually have sports on my small TV if I'm playing video games on my big TV, but both right. are muted. And I kind yeah, of just yeah. listen to like either music or like all like listen to podcasts or whatever. I was mm-hmm. watching Stanton. Like I was, I was watching the game actively and I saw him hit the ball and immediately unmuted the TV because I was like, that ball, it, it, it was one of those ones where the swinger hits right. and, and like he just stands there because he knows it's gone. It was mm-hmm. awesome. It was aw- I, I'm not even a Yankee guy. I hate the Yankees. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, he mashed that thing. No, he did. Uh, it was it's sweet. Crazy, that that's his first time. You know, people like freaked out when uh, he got traded to the Yankees because, mm-hmm. you know, Jeter was uh, the – owner at the time. I was like, oh, you know, he's just trying to help the Yankees out. But mm-hmm. I mean, he had, he's been fine for the Yankees. His injuries have done him no favors. Yes. Yeah. Cause he didn't play a ton last year. Did he? No, I'm, I, I don't think I, he played at all. Let me pull up his stats here. I think he played last maybe he the played, first couple games. Last year he played 139 games. Oh, then it might've been maybe last year he a 20, 2019. He only played 18 games. That's what it was. Yes. Yes. And then 2020, I mean, that was the COVID year. He only played 20 or 23 games so yes which is still shorter than i think they played like what 80 games that year yeah yeah so he had yeah injuries have done really no favors shout out shane bieber best covid pitcher of all time yes sir (laughs) i'll never forget i will never forget don't worry eight and one on unders i'll never forget i love that (laughs) um uh and so yeah stanton hits that monster run and then uh buxton comes up after it's hits another home run almost at the same spot. Not as yeah. it was a little bit more left field, but not as far. Um right. and then the NL had no answer after that. I think no. they went hitless from the fourth to the ninth inning. Yeah. Uh and like the AL really didn't have to do much with their bats after that. Yeah. Um uh, yeah, I don't think they they didn't score anymore after that, I don't think. No, no, it ended three to two. Yeah. Um and my the, guy Emmanuel Classe closed it out. Yes. Ten pitch inning. One pitch away from an immaculate inning where, you know, yes. that's nine strikes. Yep. Yeah. That's incredible. That's, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That would be a crazy inning. Um, but and I just keep now that my brain is cooking right now. I, I think I texted you and I might've said, if I ever hit a ball as hard as Stanton hit that ball, I'd never pick up a baseball bat again. Yeah. You, you, you did I, say that. I would never, I would be like, Nope, that's it. Um, what else you got to prove, you know? 
no, nothing. So, uh, yeah. Anything else about the, uh, the all-star game? It was, I mean, in nine, nine straight years of the AL, um, AL cashed a ticket for me. So I was happy yeah. about that, but. And I'm kind of glad that the all-star game doesn't have meaning like they, uh, tried yeah. to add it. Yeah. Like yeah. home field advantage. I think that was just stupid. Uh, see, I kind of, I don't know. But I don't it did know. help the Indians slash Guardians in 2016 because that's how they had home field advantage because the AL won the All-Star game, even though yeah. the Cubs had the better record. Yeah, so I do think that is weird. I do – I like, imagine if the NL won and then the Yankees have, like, this amazing record and they don't get home field advantage this year. Um, right. That would be insane. And now I'm just assuming the Yankees because they're, like, a super team. Uh, but they dropped a doubleheader to the – Astros yesterday or Wednesday, which was really weird. Uh, no, it was it was Thursday. It was Thursday. Just kidding. Um, yeah. So uh, that was really strange. Uh, but I this may be a hot take. I kind of like it, and I almost think I kind of like it because uh, like the Reds haven't been to the World Series in forever, so it has never affected us. Right. Um, and so I think it's just kind of a funny wrinkle that makes the All Star Game matter more. Um, right. But baseball is one of those things where, like, these guys aren't going out and not trying in the – like, they're still trying to hit monster bombs in the – Yeah. It's not like football where – I the Pro Bowl has become unwatchable to me. I don't oh, it, even – Yeah. I don't even tune in. Uh, I watch the NBA All-Star Game just for, like, the sweet, like, highlights you're going to get. Um, But the uh, major leagues – I think you said it. They have the best, all, like, all-star weekend of, of yeah. the pro sports. So much better than, like, NBA all-star. Like, the dunk contest this past year was a joke. Like, mm-hmm. home run derby was a ama- – I think they've done a better job with the home run derby. I think, like, just having, like, a speed round or what the counters like, you know, you get three minutes and then just unlimited. Like, you know how you feel like you get ten outs, basically. Mm-hmm. That would take a little longer. Yeah. I think, like, the three minutes is better because – some of these guys can just get into a rhythm sort of thing because, you know, you got to keep throwing. And when they get hot, like Julio Rodriguez knocked out 32 in the first round. Yeah. And still didn't win. Yeah. But what, what I hate, that's what I hate about it is because, you know, it's based on total home runs until you get to the championship round. And then it's just whoever hits the most in the championship round. And, yeah. you know, Jose, or not Jose, Julio Rodriguez, without a doubt, hit the most home runs they didn't win. Well, yeah, which is crazy. And I think it's cool how, um, the winner get like a million dollar bonus, and Julio Rodriguez's salary this year is like 700k, so that would have been more than his salary if he would have won. <laughs> Jeez, so I guess it's yeah, it's way worth it to him, right? Yeah, um, I didn't know that, that's a good little fact right there. Uh, so no, I, I, I agree, I, I think that it, it, uh, the MLB does have the best. Um, you know, breakdown of how mm-hmm. they do things. And uh, I, I, yeah. Oh, that was what I was thinking. Hot take, hot take alert right here. Mm-hmm. What if the NBA started to change to end the all-star like Saturday with the three-point contest? How would you feel about that? Because it feels like that has become bigger than the duck contest. I would agree just because, you know, three points, like Steph Curry's helped change the game. So mm-hmm. dunking is no longer like, not saying a dunking isn't like cool or exciting, but I feel like the dunk contest in recent years has just kind of gone downhill, especially this past year when I think Obi Obi Toppin won this past year. I don't even think he actually dunked in the final round. Mm-hmm. Like, like it was so bad. Well, I just feel like like 
all of the really, really cool dunks have been taken. Like, yeah. there's, there might be, like, one or two left in there that have become, like, like creative minds. It's, like, what what hasn't been done? It's just, like, what crazy stunt can I do, basically? Like, yeah. Like Griffin jumping over a car. Yes, that was cool. I remember that that year. Uh, Dwight Howard putting the rim up, like, to 12 feet instead of 10 yeah. and dunking it with ease. I thought that was really cool. Um, but I think the three-point contest has a little bit more – suspense a little bit more like juice yeah. to it and now any like uh cat won it last year mm-hmm. so like any of these guys can go in i think it, ha- it has like there's you look at dudes who like oh i don't want to do the dunk contest because i could get injured coming down or whatever the case may be um you know and you don't get that same thing with the three-point contest it's you're just shooting threes right so um i've thought that for a while they should start ending the nba uh all-star Saturday with, with a three-point contest and the dunk contest, but that's just my take on it. Also, Steph Curry's ruined basketball is my hot take, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> we talked about that. We can discuss that another day, too, when we're more yeah. talking about basketball. So, yeah. I think so, anyway, the day before the All-Star game, we got the home run derby, which you had mentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of things swirling around this. So, uh, the guy who wins it, Juan Soto, mm-hmm. from the Washington Nationals. I believe it was the day or two before yep. it came out that the Nationals had offered him, what was it, 15 years? It was 440 million. Yeah, 440 million. Which would be the richest, like, total like number for a contract in baseball mm-hmm. history. But he would only be getting 29 million a year, which wouldn't be – that's not, like, the richest per year. I think yeah. Max Scherzer's got that. And he turned that down, which is mind-blowing. Yes, it's it's insane. I think because I guess if the money aspect doesn't matter to you and the winning aspect is what matters, mm-hmm. but by turning down that contract, there's so many moving parts to it. So by him turning down right. the contract, it is now kind of open market for the Nationals to trade him. So he's really not going to go to the team he wants quite yet. I think he still has wow. – Two and a half years left. Yeah, two yet. Whoever gets him um, has two years of control. Yes. So wherever he goes from here, which you have to expect that he's probably going to get traded to maybe like a contender may give up. Uh, I mean, these things I'm seeing is is whoever is going to give up for Juan Soto, it's going to be a haul. It's going to oh, be like prospects, picks, and maybe even guys that are playing now. Um, yeah. Like I've seen things that he could be up of like anywhere from like six to nine players worth just for right. Him. And it's not even just that. Like Juan Soto, I was just reading this article on the Athletic where you know he's been compared multiple times to like Ted Williams, mm-hmm. and it's almost like you can trade him, but you're never going to get like full value back for him because he's he's just that good. Yeah, yeah. And what makes this worse is you know. You can't just say, oh, Washington, like, oh, well, they, you know, they tried. They offered him a ton of money. It's not, it's not like they lowballed him or anything like that. But mm-hmm. even if they're not going to extend him, which is looking like it right now, mm-hmm. it's just – it's pain for them. Like, you yeah. know, they let they let Bryce Harper walk. Now, yeah. Soto – and, and it worked out because you had a player like Soto who is better than Harper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he may not have had all the hype that Harper did coming out, but Soto still debuted at 
uh, 19. He helped them win the World Series in 2019. He hit a huge home run um, in another division series. Was it the yeah the division, yes. whenever they played? Um, it was the like Dodgers. The, yeah, it was like the bottom like of the game, against the Dodgers. Yeah, he had like a game tying home run. And in the wild card game, he had the big hit when because they were down three to nothing. So he's produced and he's lived up to everything he mm. can be. Like he's a really good player. Yep. And just to trade him away, it's just it. That's just it's like it sucks. <laughs> like yes. there's no way else to put it. It's like you know you, if you're you just you just yeah. can't get give up a guy like that like if you're if you're a nationals fan you got to be sick to your stomach because no, absolutely absolutely and, and the thing is i think by soto turning that much like that is an insane contract i would do yeah. i would do just about damn near anything for 15 years if you're gonna pay me 440 million dollars like right. that is insane money and he's what 23 24 yeah, 23 years old and he, he and he's having a down season too mm-hmm. for his standards but He's yeah, it's still, still playing really well. So this happened on what Friday? I think it came out. The contract yeah. came out Friday, and he turned it down. Mm-hmm. We then have the home run derby in Los Angeles Saturday, and reports are coming out that he apparently had to charter his own flight. Yeah, he yeah. had to ride commercial and pay his own flight because the the Nationals wouldn't do it for him after turning down the the contract. Now there's discussion right. on if it's true or if it's not true. Right. I like to tend to believe that it is true because I like to tend to believe that these owners and general managers oh, are kind are of petty. Very petty. Yep. Oh, absolutely. Um, and he ends up getting his own flight, flying commercial, making it into Los Angeles, and then just wins the whole damn thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy. Incredible. It's like if you're a what if you're a Nationals fan, it's like, how do you feel? It's like you know that he's going to get traded in two weeks. So it's like, are you even happy for him? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's like, how would you feel if that happened to like Ramirez? Would you be, you'd be sick, right? Oh, yeah. Like if, if they didn't extend him before the season started and they would have traded, because if they were now to, to talk about Jose for a second, mm-hmm. if he wasn't, if they weren't going to extend him, they're probably going to trade him before the season started. Yeah. I, and I've read this multiple times. If, if they had traded him and he was having a season that he was have, like having for, I, like the Blue Jays and the Padres, I know were like two reported teams that were interested in him, like had the most interest. Like if he was doing that for them. I, I would just be like mm-hmm. punching the air, <laughs> yeah. like, losing it, losing yeah, it. Like, we had this guy that he's, you know, we just didn't want to pay him. And, and it's not like Washington didn't try. They did everything. And apparently they might come back with another offer for him. Mm-hmm. But the thing is like, they play in D.C. They're always going to have like a top 10 like TV market just because it's our nation's capital sort of thing. This isn't like they're the Tampa Bay or uh, Pittsburgh or Kansas City, you know, like a smaller market that's not going to be able to re- – that couldn't offer that type of money. Because yeah. the sad thing is that there's really only three to four teams who are, are going to be able to give Soto what he wants. Yeah. And they both play in New York and L.A. Yankees, yeah. Mets, Dodgers – we all know how much the Angels love throwing money at guys and how it never works out. So yeah. And so can we can we talk about the Angels real quick when it yes. comes to the trade deadline? I yes. like how you got us there. Um, I didn't do that on purpose, but when I brought it up, I was like, oh, okay, this is a good no, you're good. Point. So uh the Angels have been one team I've seen have been linked to maybe making deals for Soto. Um now the trade deadline, uh a little bit for a couple days further back than it usually is. I think it's always July 31st. Uh, this year when that is huh? I'm gonna look at when that is. Like what day of the week it is? Yeah, yeah. Um, it might be like the first of August. Uh, no, this year it's August second. Oh, it is. 
Yeah, which is a okay. great, great yeah, date, cause... fantastic date. Um, <laughs> Don't football uh, starts. It's when football starts. Uh, it might be somebody's birthday as well. Um, not to bring it up, but uh, oh, so man. so. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So the trade deadline, August 2nd. And one of the big things that is, um, that is coming out of it as well is that we could see a deal Soto to the angels with a package having Shohei Otani in it. Now, Ryan, I don't know if I've said it on the show. I think I have very early on in early iterations Probably. of what it is. If, I, if you're going to say that, I think you're going to say Shohei Otani is my favorite baseball player I've ever seen. It, it, it might go – I mean, I have – I have a, it, I think like many Reds fans do, an irrational love for Joey Votto and will always yeah. love Joey Votto. Um, and I like you brought up Votto. After this, I got something else I want to talk yeah, about. Yeah, so. uh, but I felt – and it's so crazy. It's like, okay, Shohei as a hitter this year is, is down. And he's even said he's notably down. Like he's just not hitting as well as he did last year. Shohei as a pitcher is awesome this year um like he, he had a slow start and then he started doing that thing again where he just started you know striking dudes out and you're getting like i get the whole mike trout five tool player can do all these things right. you're getting two players in one with shohei otani like you're getting a great starting pitcher and you're getting a great hitter that you can put in your lineup to dh at any moment like i just don't understand how the angels don't try to build around those two guys. And now it seems like instead of which I, I don't think they can dump trout because of the massive contract he has. Um, so instead they're going to, it looks like they may try to move on from Otani. Uh, and if he goes to a team like the nationals, um, I think a lot of the, I, I don't know if he'll get more love and praise than he already does, but I think be on the East coast may help him a little bit. I would agree. It would give like the ma majority of baseball fans a better chance of seeing him. And um, the Nationals, even though they're not good this year, they have done a better job of building around some of their young star players because mm -hmm. you know they've been they've had some successful teams with Harper and Soto as opposed to what the Angels done with Mike Trout and Otani, which is nothing. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, that's gonna be an interesting one. I can't see the Angels trading him, but. It would be because I'd have to see what's left on what's on his contract, sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we're, we're gonna see what's what's gonna happen. And I like how you brought up Vada. What I wanted to uh, get into is like you know, Soto turned down this massive fifteen-year contract, but those contracts aren't—they don't work out like on the back end. Like they might mm -hmm. be great for the first couple of years, but I mean, it's not like it's the Yankees or anything like that. But like for the Reds, you gave Vada all that money, but. Then you couldn't afford to keep other guys. Yeah. And Votto, the Reds haven't been very good for the majority of the time Votto's been playing under that contract, which mm -hmm. when I went into play like what probably 2014 or something like that. Like Think the Reds so, really yeah. haven't the Reds haven't been really that good since 2014. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. and it's like Votto's have been a great player, but he's just done it on losing teams. And I, I think that's I think he's a Hall of Fame level player. I don't know if that's going, the fact that he's just played for the Reds and losing teams these past few years are going to hurt his uh, chances sort of mm -hmm. thing. I, I don't think it does. I think it's individual accomplishments speak for themselves. Um, but 
Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. It. it I mean, you look at the same thing with to bring up the Angels again when they mm-hmm. signed Pujols to that 10 year. I think it was 10 or 12 year deal. Um, it was the same thing. They were paying for what they were getting in the first three years, three yeah. to four years, and not what they're getting in the last seven to six years. Um, and then they end up dealing him out anyway. Uh, so, but baseball is crazy like that where you don't really have, like if you see in the NFL anymore, if you're not looking at a guy like a Patrick Mahomes or something like that, um, I think, jo- I don't know if Josh Allen's been extended yet, but I, I have to guess that, has he, has Josh Allen been extended? Yeah, he did. He, he took one last year. Okay. Um, but if you look at a guy like Mahomes, who I think he's on what that 10 year deal. Yeah. Um, other than that, I mean, that's rarefied air for a football player. You don't, you usually get three, two to three years. If you get a five year or the third year is really like a, kind of an option for the team. Right. Um, yeah. Cause the majority of these contracts, very rarely does a player like actually play it out just because mm-hmm. the team usually like cuts him with like a year or two to go sort of mm-hmm. thing There's or re- a just, just save money sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Some kind of restructuring or something like that where, um, uh, in baseball, it's much more common because I feel yeah. like you can get a little more, bit more juice out of dudes for a long period of time. But as you said, if you're not, a, if you're not, if you're a small market team, then you're putting all of your assets kind of just into one guy, uh, and you're kind of screwed. Where if you are looking at like you brought up the Mets, Yankees, Dodgers, you know, you have a little bit more money to spend in giving these massive contracts to a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. So, I know what you're it's saying. Just- you, the Tigers are another example. Like, look at Miguel Cabrera. He signed that massive contract. And since 2015, the Tigers have been awful. And yeah. he's still been a very good player, but it's the team's been terrible around him. And it's a lot of it has to do with they couldn't afford to keep other guys because so they're paying Cabrera all that money yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. It's, it, it's a very interesting – it's almost – I don't want to call it a good problem to have because there's only certain teams that can afford to do that. Mm-hmm. They're usually the Yankees or Dodgers or Mets but, or even yeah. just like the, the bigger teams that got the, the deepest pocket sort of thing. Well, and then if you're also looking at these small market teams, like if you don't pay those guys, then they walk. Like, right. So you kind of why take they the, trade them, like what Washington yeah. is trying to do, you know? Yeah. You so, try to get full value for them when you can. And it's, yeah. it's going to be hard because I don't know if you can ever just to, I don't think Brooklyn's going to be able to trade Kevin Durant just because they're never going to be able to get full value back for him. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard to replace like these transit like transcendental. I'm not saying that word right. Um, I, I I get I get what you these larger than life superstars that are awesome. It's hard to get the value back, even if you're getting seven dudes. Like it's right. hard to say like, okay, are are three of those seven guys that you're getting back gonna equal? Because you know, like even though you can get seven picks, not all seven are gonna make it to the majors. No. Like you're gambling yeah. on that as well. And if you get three of them that can make it to the big leagues, are those three going to produce the same as you would a soda? And so, um, I don't know. I think that's, that's a tough spot to be in. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think you're right. You now have to look at these big cities uh, that can give up for them because um, I don't think any small market is going to sell the farm. Um, Because I was just reading an article about how the guardians they have a very deep, probably one of the best farm positions in baseball, and they can give Washington what they want, you know. Mm-hmm. But you kind of know if you do that, the odds are, you know, you're basically trying to win the World Series for the next three years. It's like we're we're going to go for it now, but yeah. you you do that knowing you're probably not going to be able to resign. You're not going to be able to resign him. Like, yeah, yeah. Just the history of the owner and how they're 
they're not going to sniff anywhere near that sort of contract sort of thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I think every team in their right mind would make a call about so just because he's that talented, but it's just whether or not who pulls the trigger sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, Ryan, anything else with the trade deadline? I'm going to, it's going to be interesting to see where Luis Castillo does and if the Reds make yeah. any other moves for one thing. And I'm interested to see what the Guardians do. Yeah. I, if I was a gambling man, I would say the Reds move on from him. Oh, I think, no, they're, they're going to trade him. There's the, yeah. too much interest. I think the, the – what, what did Evan send me yesterday? I think it's the, either the Yankees or Dodgers have the two most. Um, well, I mean, come on. That makes sense. Yankees and Twins. Oh, the Twins. The Reds, considering the Reds already traded them um, – uh, yep. Sunny Gray, my mind went yep. blank there. there. You go. Um, but they need to get back some more pitching because they've traded a lot of it. So they have, they have. And even if the, I mean, the Reds started three and twenty-two, and they they played better near the end of the first half. Um, right. So, yeah, no, they're selling the farm and they're full rebuild. It feels like the Reds are just in a constant rebuild. So. Love rooting yeah. for small market teams, man. It's great, isn't it? It, it, it can be. That's what I like about the Guardians. They, they found something that has worked and they stuck. I'd rather – the worst thing as a baseball fan is when your team is out of it at this point in the year. Yeah. Because you're just itching for football to start because it's like, well, the Reds aren't going anywhere. I just can't wait for training, you know. Yeah. For not even just training camp. You want the, the actual season to start, yeah. you know. Yeah. So. Uh, and speaking of that, Ryan, what do you say we take a quick little break? Come back. We'll talk a little bit of NFL football real quick. Uh, we had some major NFL news come out this week. Uh, so we'll talk about that and how and it some other major news that could come out today. You probably know what I'm getting at. Uh, are, are we talking about a, a team in Northern Ohio? Okay. okay. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I, things I'm reading in speculation. That's all. Okay. Uh, so we'll get into that uh, after we take a quick little break. What do you say, Ryan? Sounds good, Mark. All right. Hey there, everyone. Well, me and Ryan are taking a quick break. Remember to go into whatever app you're, you're using, whether it be Spotify uh, or Apple Podcasts, and hit that subscribe button for us. Um, download the episode. Uh, give us a rate. Give us a review. It really does help with the show, and we really do appreciate it, uh, and it goes a long way um, for both of us. So please remember to subscribe, uh, and here we come back to the show. And we are back, and we got some NFL news for you. Some big NFL news dropped on Thursday. Mm -hmm. um, Kyler Murray, quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals, gets a contract extension. Five years, $230 million, $160 million guaranteed. And Ryan, here's the kicker. He's never won a playoff game. So... Ryan, give me your thoughts right. on the Kyler Murray contract extension. Well, the Cardinals actually paid him. Because remember back, he was unfollowing them on Instagram and doing and deleting all his posts. So he finally got what he wanted. Um, do I think he's worthy of the money? I mean, I think he's a very good quarterback, but I think we, we got to see a little more out of him because – he seems to do with the Cardinals and Cliff Kingsbury because Cliff Kingsbury is notorious for this. Mm -hmm. Start off the season great, but he always end cold. Like he was 
not good in the playoffs last year. And yeah, yeah. obviously they lost to the eventual Super Bowl champion Rams, but mm-hmm. even the year before, you know, they had basically they had a playoff spot locked up. They had to win one of their last two games and they play lose to two teams playing backup quarterbacks. Yeah. Sort of thing. And I think Kyler's a fine quarterback. And I think he's sh- without uh, DeAndre Hopkins, he tends to struggle and he's not going to have Hopkins for at least six games this year. Mm-hmm. So, but I think he's a very good player and it really, it helps the market because, you know, he got some good guaranteed money, not Deshaun Watson money, but mm-hmm. it's going to mean something else for another guy we'll get to here in just a second. But yeah. Yeah, so to stick on Kyler real quick before before we get to that, because I do think that hand to hand with another quarterback in the league right now. Um, so, like you said, and I was going to bring up the same thing: the fact that Arizona, the past two to three years, has started extremely, extremely well, and then they tapered off. And I I, I didn't even realize until I saw the graphic, and I, I knew this early on in this last season when they when they brought it up. Even Kingsbury at A and M did the same thing. Started like four and one, five and zero, oh, and then would lose like, like, I don't know, three or four of their last six. Um, so, uh, how much of that do you put on Kyler, and how much of it do you put on Kingsbury? Because I think some of it's got to go to Kingsbury. I think when you have a head coach that is not developing throughout the city, or not the, not the city, but not developing throughout the season, uh, and continuing to get better as the year goes on that's got to go on him a little bit but like I don't know I'm so conflicted in these these contracts you give quarterbacks because it's so hard to find a really good quarterback and he is a good quarterback like Kyler Murray is a very very good quarterback mm-hmm. um but he's, he's like Russell Wilson yeah because yeah he's very little but you know the fact that he's got the baseball background he doesn't take big unnecessary hits he slide he knows how to slide or get out of bounds He's got a great arm too. Like yes, he's oh, yeah. fun to watch. His arm strength is amazing. He's very shifty. His new contract, by the way, um, more money than the Oakland Athletics' entire uh, yes roster. I was right going to bring that up. Yeah, I think you forget that he, they, he was a top. He's the only guy to ever be a top ten pick in two different sports, like, which is insane. That's so I, crazy. I want to know how good he would have been at baseball. I, I really do. I want to know how good he would have been uh, if he actually played baseball. Yeah, I kind of wonder that too. Um, I mean, I, was, I I know he was good enough to get drafted out of high school. Like the guy's our age, and he's like really like probably one of the best in the country at like two different mm-hmm. sports, which is like crazy that unheard of to think yeah. about. So he's an amazing athlete. He is a really really good quarterback, like you said. The arm strength's there. Um, I wonder about the longevity. Like you said, he is even though he is really shifty, he doesn't have the same muscle mass as, as some of these other like no. mobile quarterbacks do. Like Russell Wilson's a pretty stocky, like he's built pretty good. I'd yes. Say. Um, and, and so if you get a guy like that, you have to pay him. I don't care what anybody says. Yes. If you get a guy Absolutely. that is, you can't just, yeah. You just can't let him walk sort no. of thing. Mm-mm. No. I agree with you. You 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 got to pay him, and anymore the league is moving towards you have to pay them a lot. Like it can't just be like a safe contract. It's got to be like a mega contract that you're giving them. So, but in the same sense, I just don't know if he's as worth the money as some of these other guys. If that makes sense, right? So. I, I feel that. Yeah. Um, because it's almost 
the NFL is kind of like a what what have you done for me lately sort of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, he got the Cardinals off to that great start. Um, I mean, and they kind of you know they early finished. I don't want to say ice cold, but they did not fin. They were nowhere near as good as they were to start out the year, and they were just mm-hmm. terrible in the playoffs. But yeah, it's. I think the jury's still out on Murray sort of thing. I, I think he's a great player, and, and the Cardinals are going to be at least going to be competitive every year they have them. Whether mm-hmm. he can take them over the top to that next level is yeah. remain to be seen. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I think they did. They locked up their guy, which is what they needed to do. Yeah. You know, like when was the last time the Cardinals have had like a franchise quarterback like that? I, I wouldn't I'm not count- going to count Carson Palmer. No, I would He was a veteran, yeah. I don't know. Do you count Kurt Warner as that guy either? Because I think he was a paid assassin to come in. I don't think he was a, a real franchise guy. No, I, I, yeah, I wouldn't count Warner either just because, you know, they had drafted that Matt, they drafted Matt Liner and he yeah. was supposed to be that guy, but obviously he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Warner, I think, shocked everybody by t- taking him to the Super Bowl. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Go Steelers, by the way. So. Mm-hmm. No more Heinz Field. No more Heinz. It all down the ketchup bottles. It'll always be Heinz Field in my heart. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, that's like Guardian fans with the when the stadium first opened, it was Jacobs Field, and then like 15 years ago, they Progressive bought the naming rights, so and that's Progressive Field. But they're people. It's always gonna be the Jake to me. Yeah. Thing. Yes, I got you. Um, but with Kyler. Now comes the like I think I felt like this has been a saga all summer long. Has been will the Baltimore Ravens pay Lamar Jackson? And I think that the contract Watson got and now the contract Murray has gotten, yes, plays into what we're kind of maybe going to see with Lamar. So I'm just going to open this up to you. What do you think happens with Lamar? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I literally, I just, I can't see Baltimore like letting him walk just because he's too talented of a player. Mm-hmm. But I just, is, is he worth that sort of money though? Yeah. Now, I say that because I feel like these two deals give Lamar a little more leverage just because, A, the guy has an MVP under his belt. Like, he's a very good player. He's gotten Baltimore to the playoffs every, just about, he's played four years for three of his four years. And last year, you know, he the team was banged up and he got injured, so he didn't finish the season strong. But they yeah. were still like seven and they finished eight and nine, eight and nine. Yeah. yeah. They were like eight and two at one or like, you know, until like really in, injuries, they just couldn't overcome it. So mm-hmm. he has been a very, very good player. Um, would you say, do you think teams have figured him out a little bit? Because he's still not the best. They're a great running team, but they never seem to can get any good receivers want to play there. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 and I want to expel the notion that I don't. Because they traded his buddy. Yeah, uh, Hollywood Brown. I, I don't, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's a bad passer. I'm not going to say that. I don't think he's a bad passer. Do I think he's? I think top, he's got a great arm. I think he's got a great arm. Do I think he's like really a top 15 passer? Not really. I think that the advantage he has with having Mark Andrews being in the center of the field most times helps because those passes are just a little bit easier for quarterbacks yeah. to make. Um, and he is, like you said, he's so dynamic, his ability to move. And he's, he's, he is like how I use that word shifty with Kyler Murray. You almost, you can't blitz him sort of thing. Cause he could just, yeah, 
yeah he's he's a bigger kyler murray like he's you know he can take a little more of like the wear and tear Mm -hmm. you know you don't he doesn't i don't think lamar Lamar doesn't take a lot of big hits but Mm -hmm. you know he's just so elusive and hard to bring down you can't just like arm tackle him sort of thing yeah like and he was a he was a guy in college who did have kind of a slighter build when he was at Louisville and has put on a lot more weight to be able to sustain the NFL hits that he takes. Um, so I don't I think this year is going to be a big year on if they've actually been figured out, uh, quote unquote, because right. I think no, that I now, now you have like two years of tape on this kind of offense, two or three years of tape on on mm-hmm. kind of what they do and that option style that they run. Um. And they get J.K. Right. Dobbins back, uh, which is gonna is gonna help that offense as well. Uh, but having no like real perimeter threats at wide receiver, uh, man, it just hurts them so bad. It hurts that offense so so bad. I just bring up. I always go back to that Jesse Bates quote from 2020 when he's even though they beat the Bengals pretty handily, he said. All the more, like when he gets pressured, he only looks for 89 and 15, mm-hmm. which would have been uh, Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown. Now they got rid, they traded Hollywood to Arizona to reunite him with Kyler, which Lamar seemed to not be aware of until it happened. Mm-hmm. And, um, but Hollywood Brown was always a great big play receiver for Lamar. But and now, now they have, you know, they took Rashad Bateman in the first round last year. Yeah. Um, trying, trying to think who else they have. Because I know they drafted Tylen Wallace last year as well. Did they, did they take a receiver this year? Uh, I know in the first round they took Hamilton out of Notre Dame. Yes, which uh, – Yes. And, and then they got Ojabo in the second round, which I'm yeah. still like – of course, Baltimore would end up with him. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is going to be a big year for Rashad Bateman. And I know he's just a second-year guy. and He faced some injuries last year, mm-hmm. which probably hampered him because I know he, he wasn't healthy the first few weeks. But – it's going, you know, he's going to have to produce because they took him in the first round for a reason. Like, yeah, he has to show that he's that guy, and and I think he can be that guy. Mm-hmm. Was a Minnesota guy, wasn't he? Yeah, he. I loved. He was a beast at Minnesota. Yep, row the boat, baby. <laughs> uh, Shout out PJ Fleck, dude. I'm I'm a big PJ Fleck guy. Not to derail us for a second, but I love PJ Fleck. I think he's. We've we've talked about. He's great for that type of program. He is. He is. He's the perfect. He's the perfect like, uh, power five, low power five guy that can his coaching style is going to get you an extra two to three wins a year right no, Just I, I agree yeah and they still uh, have tanner morgan mm-hmm. uh anyway lamar my take on it is this we just talked about how kyler got paid right mm-hmm. uh if you're baltimore and you don't give lamar jackson money and you let him go you're insane you have right. to you have yeah. got to pay that guy Lamar's better than Kyler. I don't think there's really any doubt about no, that. No, a hundred percent. And I think I, I was big on the, I don't know how good his passing is when he first came in. Right. His passing has gotten better. It has. It really yeah. has. So um, you, you see that argue, development. You can argue that he's better than Watson too. Yeah. I think Watson, Watson's throwing ability and his arm strength is much, is better. much better. His accuracy downfield. Mm-hmm. Watson's got him. Watson's not as dynamic as Lamar. Like Lamar's movement on the field. Lamar's been on better teams too, Mm -hmm. which has probably helped them. Yeah, which just stresses defenses out like crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, and and they'll get Dobbins back this year. And yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Who else did they they lose last year? Uh, I think Gus Edwards too. Yes, they should be. 
back and healthy at the running back position to where maybe they don't have to rely so much on Lamar because I don't think teams were too scared of Devontae Freeman or Le'Veon Bell when mm-hmm. they had him last year, sort of. <clears throat> yeah, he's a professional boxer now, but I, I, yeah, I, yeah. We, Anyways, we've, we've hit our Le'Veon Bell quote for the for the show. No more about him, and we're not even <laughs> gonna bring it. We're not even gonna bring up the other guy. We're not even no. gonna mention him. Um, Boo-boo. <laughs> no, not even Boo-boo. I know you're talking about. I just had to say it. I had to <laughs> I get <know>. that out. <laughs> uh, Kansas City Chief now. Yeah. By the way, so they can completely like retooled their receivers. I yeah, I'm really interested in them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I read this from a Sports Illustrated writer, Andrew Brandt. Who I, I think that's yeah, that's his name. He said, I can't think the Ravens owner's name is, but he said he's cursing out Jimmy Haslam every chance he can get <laughs> because you know that they probably had some negotiations going with Jackson. Giving Watson 230 guaranteed, which is, I mean, the guy's a very talented player <laughs> for the football portion is deserving. Now with all his off-field issues, that's a whole, like, are you really willing to bet on a guy like with the issues that he's got? We'll get to that here in just a second. But it just raised the floor for Lamar because Lamar's like, well, I'm just as I I'm in that uh, same conversation as Watson. You can't just give me, you know, why do you be in that like conversation with money wise and that and Baltimore's probably like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't, we, we don't think so yet. Sort of. Thing. Yeah. And that, that probably just changed everything. Well, and I think Baltimore's Baltimore's fear is because of the way Lamar plays, giving him the guaranteed money is more of a gamble. Correct. Like, you don't, you don't want him to be in like injured, you know, yeah, kind of like last year where he got injured against the Browns and then he didn't play the rest of the season. You know, he mm-hmm. missed like the past the last four games. Yeah, uh, but he's going to get a deal, and he's oh, going to. St- I, I know he is. There's Baltimore's no- going to. Baltimore is a very well-run organization, and now the one thing I do like about the Browns, the only thing I really like about the Browns giving Watson that sort of money is it could potentially screw Baltimore out of paying Jackson. And yeah, I have no pity for Baltimore because. The Ravens owner was very outspoken beforehand about that the guaranteed money that he got. Mm-hmm. Um, my, I think it would probably be less of a big deal if Watson wasn't facing a bunch of civil cases. Yeah, in my yeah. opinion. But if you have a chance to screw over Baltimore, who are the old Browns and who are everything that this current Browns team is not, I'm all for it. <laughs> like, I'm with you. I'm I with you. I love to see. I love hearing Baltimore whine and complain about yeah. the type of money because they're. Mainly, Matt, because it's like we have to give Lamar that that money. If no more than that, basically, mm-hmm. because usually you don't give a guy. Let you know you yes. keeps going up, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, that's the way the league works, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you've brought him up a couple of times. So, our senior Browns insider covering everything to Sean Watson. Me, <laughs> Ryan. What are you seeing right now with Deshaun Watson and and? Uh, as we get closer to the uh, the start of the 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 training camps preseason all that kind of stuff. Well, we're coming close to a decision. I think there is a possibility. I really have no idea that we could have a decision today. And I think, and I understand your stance on this, and I mm-hmm. respect it. He's. It doesn't sound like he's getting a, an entire year. Which, yeah. and and I've already I already know I'm bracing. Nobody's going to like the punishment, mm-hmm. and that's. The fact that it's been leaked like two to eight games and there's been no like NFL leaks saying, oh, that's not true. It's kind of telling. Yeah. And Mike Florio was on a Cleveland radio station yesterday and he said that as evidence, the league tried using like a newspaper article to show like Judge Sue Robertson. She threw that out. Mm-hmm. So, and if that's the case, if Watson doesn't get a year, 
like or if he doesn't it gets eight games the league completely botched this the fact that if the fact that which doesn't surprise me but mm-hmm. the fact that they're trying to use a newspaper article and according to mike florio because they use like the cases of five different women none of them who were accusing watson of uh, sexual assault it was just more misconduct how mm-hmm. how that varies i by law i don't know but yeah they were accusing him of something they had no evidence that watson did anything which is like like how did you botch this like how'd you screw it up if he's got all these cases and against him and then mm-hmm. like well i this is this is the last thing i'll say about it uh, from my stance i think the 20 of the 24 that have been settled uh has to come into account because you don't settle if you're innocent completely. I, I, I think you're right about that. But I think partially why he settled, I think the NFL, he was trying to cut a deal with the NFL sort of yeah. thing. Where he was like, they're like, hey, if you can just settle majority, if not all of these cases, you will, will like, you'll get a, we'll maybe push for a lighter punishment. Mm-hmm. Because they're probably like, we can, we can live with you playing with, four active civil yeah. cases opposed to 24 so, sort of thing because yeah he's not the first guy who's been had a, any sort of you know mm-hmm. lawsuit or civil case about anything against him mm-hmm. not not to downplay it but yeah i think he's yes. definitely the most extreme case because we've never seen a guy who had who's had so many against him mm-hmm. sort of thing but if we don't get one full year which i have said I've, i'm steadfast mm-hmm. i'm steadfast mm-hmm. a year I don't agree with the eight games either. I think 12. I think 12 is the minimum you go because you're still getting six games out of him to end the year. He's still playing. There's still a chance for the appeal to go down to eight. I think once right. you're at eight in the appeal and you go down to six, that's when things get a little shaky. Because um, Roethlisberger, or not, not to bring as much yes. as I love to talk about him, mm-hmm. uh, he originally had six and it got appealed down before. The four. Why his appeal went through, I, yeah. I don't know. But – in that case, right when he got suspended, now things are a little different now. I think there are some things that have happened to why Roger Goodell doesn't want to be the judge and the jury, which is why he called in Sue Robinson. Mm-hmm. He said that the fact that Robsberger even had an allegation against him was bad enough. Like mm-hmm. it made the league look bad, which is that's what the league is arguing about Watson is they don't and I've said this to you before, and I think you can agree, whether you agree, disagree. The league doesn't care if he's innocent or guilty. Yeah. They just care about covering their ass, sort of. Yes. Thing. They they're care just... about the money they're going to make off watching games. Right. Yes. And that is why, and we can argue, and Calvin Ridley got the one year for gambling, just even though it wasn't like, I agree with, I agree with the way you feel. It's like that's BS that he gets mm-hmm. more than what Watson does. Mm-hmm. But it's just the fact you don't mess with the league's money. Yes. Like, yeah. That's why Calvin Ridley got that. And mm-hmm. I think it's BS that he got a year and Watson's going to, you know, kind of get off with a slap on the wrist, potentially. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. That word word too. Yeah. You're good, Um, man. Uh, Yeah. I I mean, I think we're all waiting and I think the NFL is taking so long because they don't want to screw it up. Mm -hmm. I think that no matter what, they're going to screw it up. Oh, absolutely. I think they've screwed it up already. Yeah. Like this is just me. I try to be down the middle as a Browns fan. Like I'm still like, don't mm-hmm. really know how to feel about this, honestly. Like, it's obviously, I'd be more excited if he didn't have all these cases against him. Yeah. But, and he's a better quarterback than Baker, which is why they made the move. Mm-hmm. But I knew that the league was going to drag this out as long as they possibly could. 
because they said they wanted it to be done by training before training camp starts. And well, training camp starts for like everybody like next week, which is probably why if we don't get it today, we'll get it next week. Yeah. When do the Browns report? Um, let me look that up. The you rookies know? report today, actually. Okay. And I believe I just saw this too. Shoot. When's it going to be uh, Tuesday? I would think that's my guess is Tuesday. Uh, I think you're right. Let me look that up. It's great radio. Fantastic radio. I'm guessing Tuesday. Uh, the Browns. Yep, Tuesday. You're good. Boom. That's the 26th. Yep. I figured if rookies were today, rookies would go today, today, tomorrow, Monday. We'll yep. be just rookies. Pretty much and then- Tuesday is when every team seems like is reporting around the 26th. So my guess is we'll get a suspension date by – Today is the earliest, but next week, definitely. Probably okay. Tuesday at the latest. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I think, because I've read this from people speculating, because there's still a possibility that the league and Watson can just settle on a punishment just so the league doesn't. So cause I, I, think, I think that's partially why they're wait, that the judge is waiting to uh, make an announcement, because I think she's going to give them time to potentially settle on mm-hmm. something, because I think the league is – more worry that Watson's going to get a light punishment sort of thing, which is yeah. probably why. I know they talked about 12 games, which they didn't, Watson and the PA, NFLPA didn't agree to. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think eight's probably what's going to happen. Because you, You've seen it kind of – not to interrupt you. No, you're good. Um, it's, you've kind of seen like two, two games, eight, 10, 12. Eight's always been a consistent number. So mm-hmm. I think it's going to be that range. And I think the Browns know something's coming soon too, because they just signed Rosen right. uh, to back up as well. So I think that they know something's coming right. uh, sooner rather than later. So might as well get as many quarterbacks in and try them out yeah. and see who you can, who you can go with for however long in the season you can. So. I just thought of this because we had talked about Cam Newton. I think they would only bring Newton in if it was like a season long suspension because mm-hmm. Cam Newton with it as big of a personality now that, personality that he is man, i can't talk today yeah. and ego that he's got he's not going to want to come in to be a third string guy because no. if it was only an eight game you know you're just going to cut him after eight games sort of thing you're not going to keep watson brissett and New- newton sort of thing so yeah yeah something's going to happen here i, I just want them to announce it and just get just, it over yeah with. let's get on with it um well all right ryan thank you so much again this is of a course. great show great show uh have fun doing this mark absolutely remember to download rate review subscribe thank you all for listening and we will see you next time thanks for listening y'all